0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast. Your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where, you go? Where you go?
1: Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We're going to try to do our best to get the more, most recruiting intel as possible to you when Inside the 20-minute mark. I am joined, as I always am, Inside the 20 with Keith Niebuhr. Keith, how you doing, big dog? I'm good, man. I'm ready to roll. Let's get rocking here. Let's do it, man. But before we do, man, let's make everybody um, aware that if you're in East Alabama, West Georgia, looking for a vehicle, look no, for, look no further than Caleb Schofield at Mike Patton Auto in LaGrange, Georgia. A family-owned business there in LaGrange. Since 1963, sell new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Honda. They also have a massive selection of used cars. Keith knows this because he just bought one from Caleb. So we absolutely uh, recommend Caleb Schofield there at Mike Patton Auto. Give Caleb a call at 334-531-0996. Caleb Schofield. And the best part about all this, man, is the offer. Are <clears> you <throat> used cars, free three-month, 3,000-mile 3, warranty. And on the new vehicles, free lifetime powertrain warranty. Unlimited time, unlimited mileage. Free lifetime powertrain warranty for all new vehicles. Contact, contact Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton Auto at 334-531-0996. Keith, let's get to it, dog. Big, big weekend for us.
0: Yeah, I mean. This Us is the too, one we, right? <laughs> yeah, this is the one we've been waiting for. This is the one Auburn's been waiting for. This is the one a lot of recruits have been waiting for. The first two games, kind of the warm up act, Auburn really didn't play great, but still had uh, a, 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 gosh, a surprisingly num- a high number of recruits and a high number of quality recruits of those first two games. But it'll be like, this will be like nothing we've seen since the Iron Bowl last year, obviously. Uh, there's going to be five stars, there's going to be four stars across multiple classes, heavily offered kids. Uh, you know, probably over a hundred kids, at least I would think with power five offers. So this is really one of the main attractions in college football this weekend for recruits. This is one that's going to bring people up from Florida over from Georgia. In-staters are going to be there. Some may be coming from Louisiana, down from Tennessee, west from the Carolinas. So it is, it is significant. Um, You know, Auburn doesn't have to, you know, everybody's like, Hey, they got to win. They got to be impressed. No, they just got to The fans have to do their part. Kids have to enjoy themselves. It would be great for Auburn if they won. But I I would think, Jeff, as long as they're not humiliated, uh, it should be a win. Because kids want to know what kind of environment they're going to be playing in. Now, the only downside, there is one, believe it or not, when you have a weekend like this with this many recruits coming in, you have to, as a staff, the, the challenge, it's not a downside, it's a challenge, you have to figure out how to manage the time and spend the proper amount of time with each kid and not have your big targets go home thinking, I didn't get enough time with these guys, I didn't get enough attention. So it's a true balancing act, but <coughs> Auburn's got a huge staff behind the scenes, Jeff. Right, right. The coaching staff is prepared. I mean, listen, the couple hours before the game, just so fans know, they ain't in there running over plays with guys. I mean, that's what practice and meetings were for all week. So they'll have, they'll have time to dedicate guys. Brian Harson will be talking to players out on the field, coaches will be. Coming out of the tunnel, dressed and ready to go, talk to recruits on the sideline. Uh, recruits will get to watch drills and warm ups, maybe take photos with guys like Harson and and the assistants. And uh, and then from there, it's uh, you know what what are they going to do? They're going to watch their position groups. They're going to check out the atmosphere. How do the students respond? How does the team respond to adversity? You know, all that stuff. Every little thing is a big piece of the puzzle. But it is a monstrous weekend. For Auburn football recruiting make no mistake
1: I think it does more for you if you do win than it does against you if you don't as long as you're not getting humiliated humiliated. Yeah, wait, oh. the atmosphere is absolutely the utmost important to these recruits uh and, and the crowd and the environment and I expect it to be the best Auburn home game atmosphere of the year you've got LSU coming um you got what Texas A&M coming. And not really anybody else.
0: Arkansas Arkansas could be in the top five by the time. You ain't lying. You ain't lying.
1: So, Um, yeah. So, so so I would expect, and I said this on on the radio uh, yesterday, that this – I expect this to be the biggest weekend, the best weekend for Auburn recruiting as far as home season goes. And I expect it to be an electric environment, I think, like you said, unless you're getting humiliated here. uh it should be positive, positive, positive for Auburn recruiting. Let's get to a couple of these visitors. We know that we, we got four official visitors confirmed right now, three of whom are um, commitments in Wilkie Denod, DeQuavio Sori, um, uh, Terrence Love is coming back for his official visit, and the lone uncommitted official visitor that's confirmed, at least this, to this point, is Lakeland offensive lineman Janoris Wilson, a guy you've gotten to know uh, w- real well following his recruitment extremely closely.
0: Yeah, I thought that UCF uh, was maybe the one team that could give Auburn a challenge, but it sounds like, based on some reporting from On3's Chad Simmons, that uh, North Carolina, Missouri, Georgia Tech might be the biggest threat. So you got to really love where Auburn sits. I mean, just three weeks ago, he told Auburn Live, hey, Auburn has a huge lead. Auburn likes him at tackle. He could potentially play guard. He's a swing guy. Jeff, you mentioned this the other day. They're recruiting a lot of guys that can play guard or tackle. Uh, 6'4", 290 in that range. He's not tall like you, like a lot of your tackles are, but he's actually built like a tackle. He's got the reach and he's lean and all that. Uh, but again, Auburn with a significant lead at this point. Don't be surprised if he waits to do something, though. Uh, another official visit. I'm going to let Chad tell that story, Chad Simmons, in his next update. But it's possible he could take another visit before he makes an announcement. But you got to love where Auburn sits right now. Um, and and they only have one offensive line commitment right now, and that is that's great. Bray, uh, Brayden Joiner of Auburn High School, just right down the road from the university. So it's time that Auburn starts filling up those slots. Yes, uh, you know, with offensive linemen, they're going to take what we think Jeffrey four or five high school guys, then maybe a couple JUCO guys, and then a couple transfer guys. They got to get something from each of those three batches. And Janoris Wilson would be a significant addition. They love this guy. They've got him valued. And in their personal rankings, their their you their, their excuse me the Auburn rankings that they do sure. their evaluations, they've got him rated uh, much higher than than we do and twenty four seven and rivals and ESPN. They love this guy.
1: Hey, and you mentioned JUCO offensive lineman, man. I would yeah. be remiss if we didn't at least mention the uh, the new offer to Auburn, uh, new Auburn offer this week to junior college offensive lineman.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on
1: you because what uh, we we've been?
0: It's Keyshawn Blackstock. If, if yes. I can... yes. Yes. that's so, yes. it, it. Hey, man, you got to you got to give me a little bit of warning there, man. <laughs> no, dude, I was so
1: I was so uh, focused on the visitor list, but when you said JUCO lineman, I thought that probably needs to be mentioned. Auburn did offer a junior college offensive lineman originally from Covington, Georgia, Newton High School. He is now at Coffeeville.
0: Coffeeville. That's Coffeeville what Community I said. College. Coffeeville,
1: and and, and um, yep. just. Talk about his offer, the reaction from him, not only him, but his father.
0: Well, we mentioned him a little bit the other day on the show. And, you know, he said that his dad was in tears when Auburn offered. His dad's a a longtime Auburn fan. uh, And uh, his father.
1: We did did talk about him Monday. Yeah, we did. But that's okay.
0: But, no, I mean, I I tell you, his dad uh, sent me a few messages. And and he said, hey, man, I'm just being honest. I really was crying. That's my team. I'm a lifelong Auburn fan. Uh, It was very emotional. Uh, uh Keyshawn's grandfather passed away when he was only 21 years old. Oh, goodness. And so Keyshawn's father really didn't have a father uh, for much of his life. And and it turns out Keyshawn was born on his grandfather's birthday. So there, mm. there's a lot of family stuff there. The dad was very emotional, very excited about that offer. So we think Auburn is going to be a major player there. Uh, keep an eye on the Gators, though. They may, uh, they may slide in an offer at some point. But uh, Auburn has done very well at Newton High School in Covington, Georgia, through the years. And I suspect that could continue. Yep. So Somebody we talked about
1: DeQuavious Story, Wilkie Denod, Terrence Love, Janoris Wilson. Those are our four firm, confirmed official visitors. Kai Preen, the four-star wide receiver from Louisiana, is has set an a, a schedule, he's scheduled an official visit for this weekend. It's been scheduled for a while now. He has since committed to LSU, but he has not scrapped this visit as of yet. Auburn is still working to get him involved in this class. I don't know where or how. Um, I, I feel like with Adam Hopkins committing tomorrow, Thursday morning, that that will give Auburn three four-star wide receivers. I think that was kind of the magical number coming in for that position. But Auburn certainly is still recruiting Kai Preen and working to get him in this weekend for, a, for an official visit. So certainly uh, i got to keep an eye on there. Looking at the, uh, the, the unofficial visitors, this is where you're going to get your star power from this weekend. And you're uncommitted or at least not committed to Auburn. Uh, star power. You've got Quay Russo, James Smith, two five-star defensive linemen coming back. They came first time for Mercer. And then, Keith, one of the things I've noticed is all these kids committed elsewhere. You've got Jaden Osbury committed to Notre Dame, coming to see his brother again for the second time this season. Darren Reed coming back from Columbus, who's committed to LSU, a four-star defensive lineman, second game of the season. Uh, Bo Hughley, UGA commitment coming back Jelani Thurman, Ohio State commitment, coming back. Penn State commitment, Dakari Nelson coming back. And we're going to have some more additions. Uh, Paul Muminga, we talked about new offers to the JUCO. Well, Auburn swept in and offered Buford uh, offensive lineman Paul Mubinga. He is at least planning to come, he told me. I, I, I don't think anything's been set yet, but he is hoping to make things work. Um, he, so a lot of guys committed to rival schools want to see this game.
0: Yeah, you know, here's the thing. It's the marquee. It's one of the marquee games uh, across the national landscape. It's a game that the Auburn coaches and behind-the-scenes staffers have been promoting and pumping up to recruits, you know, all summer long. And, um, you know, uh, how often does a kid in the Southeast get to see a Big Ten team play? Not that often. So there's all these things in play. And also, we've been told that, you know, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In this NIL age that, that when, when a kid commits, it, it's, it's probably less over than it's ever been. I mean, it's, it's not over is what I'm saying. The opposite of over. Right. And so Auburn was playing all along. They knew what they were up against. The, uh, the coup, the failed coup earlier this year. Uh, last year's kind of six and seven season with a really truly lackluster finish if we're, if we're being totally frank here um, and they knew that they were up against some significant challenges and, and one of the things they were going to have to do to build this class was to flip some guys all right they knew that we've been hearing that for months and months and months this isn't anything new so they're really trying to play the the long game here and and so that's what's happened. They've continued to recruit kids even after they committed to other schools. And in fact, we learned a few months ago, Jeffrey, that yeah, uh, you know, people behind the scenes told us that hey, we've had kids commit to other schools, and and basically even that day and the next day, text us and say don't don't stop recruiting. Yeah, don't stop you're recruiting. So the kids like it. Uh, I mean, I guess some of the ones you're you know you're really keeping an eye on, Joshua Horton, the defensive lineman, committed to North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina's defense has been abysmal so far this season. So, does that hurt North Carolina that they're struggling on defense, or does it help North Carolina because he knows Joshua Horton uh, that he can come in and maybe maybe start right away? Right. You know, that we don't know. Um, Tyler Scott, the Arkansas State cornerback commit who is absolutely blown up. That's a big one. That's a guy we really think Auburn's got a chance to flip. Um, and don't be
1: mistaken by his commitment to Arkansas. Oh, yeah, I mean, this yeah. dude is powerful. I mean, this dude is yeah. power five, SEC yeah, I mean, yeah. material.
0: Jaden Osberry, you know, the Notre Dame linebacker commit. Notre Dame's 0-2. Uh, I mean, even even Jerry Faust, who was run out of town four decades ago, didn't ever start a season 0-2. Oh! After 0-3 dating back Marcus Freeman. Uh, I feel bad for the guy, actually. But 0-3, yeah. his first three games because they lost their bowl game when he was the interim head coach, or uh, when he had taken over uh, last season. And so, you know. Dude, is he winless? He's winless. Jaden Osbury's brother, Austin Osbury, plays for Auburn. He's a freshman defensive back. So that's a guy that Auburn always felt like, hey, if we as a staff survive, if we're around, that's a guy we could flip. That's a guy that they thought that that they could flip. Darren Reed, the LSU defensive line commit, is a really interesting one. This will be his second visit to an Auburn game this season. And he plans to come back for the LSU game. He's committed to LSU. And so, you know, again, at one time, FSU led. At one time, Ohio State led. Then he committed to LSU. Is he looking around again? I can't answer that definitively, but he is flirting with Auburn. There's heavy interest on their side. Um, and, uh, you know, they're working hard and working hard. And you know, at this point, Jeffrey, they're just hoping for the best. They they knew that they would have to play the long game. And to win in the long game, they had to prove to people that they were going to be around. And two, they knew they have, they have to win games like this. Um, normally we would say, and you mentioned this earlier, one game – a one game loss in a situation like this probably doesn't hurt you. Uh, But the bigger picture would be then if you do lose, does that cast doubt into all the negative chatter that the recruits have heard throughout the last, you know, eight, nine months. Uh, So that we don't know yet, but uh, I think as long as Auburn puts on a good show, um, a lot of these kids are going to be going to be just fine. They're going to be happy now. Then it'll be up to Auburn to, if they don't, if they don't win this game, then turn around and win some coming up, obviously. I mean, 6-6 six and six probably isn't going to open too many eyes. But, you know, no. look good Saturday. Hopefully you win. If you don't perform well, still uh, have a good crowd, a good atmosphere. Make sure you give as many kids as much quality time as you can. Try to make each of them and their parents feel special. Prioritize. And, and a lot of people don't know this, Jeffrey. You know this, and I know this. But the all the recruiting people uh, behind the scenes for Auburn, they have sheets with photos on them so they can ID every kid. They Can identify them, but also they're layered, so they, they know who to spend the most time with, right. right? It's not just a random list of names, okay? It's hey, this is a this guy's got this color next to his name, so he needs 10 minutes. This guy's more of a five-minute guy, this guy's a hello, yeah, and thanks for coming. We'll get you next time, guy. <laughs> no, and that's okay too. And sometimes you do that, hey, that's how it's done, man. Sometimes you do that with younger guys and to a guy that's going there for the first time, a 2025 20, kid, which would be a sophomore class kid. Uh, that still may be a big deal that he was able to go, and then hey, I got time with them. They said hi to me. That's a huge, a huge moment in his life. And then next year, he gets more time.
1: Absolutely, man. Some of the guys we haven't mentioned yet, but um, I think it's big for Auburn. Like you said, Auburn's got their own list and their own rankings of where these guys stand on the board. But DJ Chester's coming in. He went to LSU oh, yeah. last weekend. I think that's a huge, huge. Visit for him and Auburn. He is a very high priority for Auburn. The offensive line, obviously, but when you've got Janoris Wilson coming in, you've got DJ Chester coming in, and I haven't mentioned him yet. But by the time this comes out, Keith, I'll have added him to the uh, to the visit list. But Rock Rockwell from Woo. Aniston, the four star yeah. Alabama commitment, will be or is at least planning to come and be with his cousin Braden Joyner and attend that game. And you know Auburn was a big big <clears throat> player for him up until Alabama got involved. So I thought that was interesting. Keith, of the guys, <clears throat> some of the guys we haven't even talked. We, we talked about Hopkins. We're, gonna, we're expecting him to commit. Harkless, both of those guys visited last weekend. Uh, I think we both, <clears throat> neither one of us would argue with somebody who said they'll, they'll both end up at Auburn. Um, we feel like Janoris Wilson was being honest and truthful last week when he said Auburn's a big leader for me. Yeah, he's coming in this weekend. You got Tyler Scott, who Auburn got in on early, earlier than some of these bigger schools. And he's coming in this weekend. Would you, would you argue with me if you said if I said all four of those guys would end up at Auburn?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's a very good chance they're going to get all four of those guys. And, again, we think that they, you, know, you look at them now, they have, what, eight commitments, Jeffrey, mm-hmm. as, as we record? And, and that looks terrible. But, again, if you're only going to sign, let's say, 18 to 20 in December, keep a few spots open for February and then also have spots remaining for grad transfers and regular transfers, then you may only need 10 more. Well, if you pick up those four, then you only need six more for December. So all of a sudden, it goes from looking like, hey, we got a lot of work to do, to hey, my program uh, is 60% of the way done. There's still plenty of time. There's still a lot of home games left. Uh, so all of a sudden, the the uh, the momentum starts shifting in Auburn's favor.
1: You know what? I just got to thinking. You've got Kelton Smith, who's committed to Georgia, coming to the game. You've got McElderay, committed to Alabama, coming to the game. You've got Bo Hughley committed to Georgia coming to the game. Yeah. Th- those are just offensive linemen.
0: Oh, yeah. That's some big time offensive line talent. You know, for all the people that <laughs> that have wondered where when those guys are gonna all visit. Well, here you go. Here's your here's your weekend. But you know, it's been a long time coming. You know, Jeffrey, Auburn Auburn's been able to sell the chance to play relatively early at multiple positions over recent years, but on the offensive line it's a veteran group this year. So all these guys were on the team last year and a lot of those guys were on the team the year before, but in this particular cycle, they can really hammer home the fact that if you sign with Auburn, you are going to have a legitimate chance. And there, there's no, I mean, nobody can negative recruit that no. to a kid because Auburn's going to lose six, seven, six or seven of their top uh, of its top offensive linemen from this current team. So the opportunities there. And I think those guys know that uh, they like will friend, they like the offensive analyst who works with the offensive line, Joe Bernardi. They like oh, Kendall yeah. Simmons, who also works with them. They like these guys a lot, and now they see that opportunity. They can smell it. And so the coaches know that. Again, this is all part about playing playing the long game, getting these guys to visit, getting them to see what it's all about, and then, and then reminding them, hey, four of those guys or three of those guys are going to be gone. That could be you out there as early as 12 months from right now, playing in this atmosphere. That could be you. Amazing selling point. It's going to be a hell of an atmosphere Saturday.
1: Uh, And I forgot Mubinga, Paul Mubinga from Buford, who's committed to LSU. So you've got Kelton Smith, McElderry, Janoris Wilson, DJ Chester, Paul Mubinga. All five of those guys expected to be at the Auburn game. Five of the top Offensive line targets for Auburn. Huge, huge weekend. We're going to have it all covered at Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, man, this is a perfect time to get signed up. We're going to have blowout coverage starting well, – what we've already started, but you've got Adam Hopkins committing Thursday morning. You've got the games coming in. You've, we've got basketball guys coming in. So, it's going to be a huge time to get signed up for Auburn Live on 3. And it's, and it's free for a week. What a great opportunity for you to get signed up. Your first week be right now, uh, Auburn Live on 3. And also, if you're not a member or if you're not a subscriber to the Auburn live YouTube channel, please go subscribe, like that channel, turn on your notifications because we, we, we crank out daily content on our YouTube page and it's free. So uh, hit that notification. you will get notif- notified anytime a new um, video gets uploaded and uh, please uh, stay tuned, man, cause we, we got a lot to do this weekend. We're going to have it uh, all covered from beginning to end. Uh, thanks for everybody for listening. We'll be back Thursday, with a modcast, we're going to all jump on there and talk about the big weekend, the game, the recruiting angle, so we'll have it all covered for you, man. Appreciate everybody listening. Go sign up to Auburn Live on 3, Auburn Live on 3 YouTube page, and we'll try to keep you updated best we can, man. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See you.